are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Guys, in 2019, raised a $37,000 500 pre-seed round to launch his company, Manageable.com, which helps teams get trained better, increases employee engagement. He got his former employer as first customer, now three customers. He's doing about $1,700 per month in revenue. He supported himself for the past five years while they built the MVP with consulting work, but is now saying, hmm, do I go full-time? Do I go all-in? We sure hope he does. Hey, folks, my guest today is Steve Petersheim. He's building Manageable. That's M-N-G-B-L.com, giving you accurate and useful appraisal. Steve, you ready to take us to the top? Sure. All right. Did you come from real estate and say, I'm sick of fighting for a 3% commission every month? I'm going to go build software instead. <laughs> no, I uh, I came from my original career was newspaper distribution. So operations is what I did for the early part of my career. That's way back in the old economy days. you know. Anyway, then... Um, uh, then after that became, you know, not a thing, you know, didn't want to do that anymore. And then I decided to get into HR, uh, because when I decided to change careers and I thought, okay, of all the things I did as a manager, what's the stuff I like the best. And what I came up with was generally what most managers hate, which was all the fun people stuff, yep. you know, all the yep. uh, nonsense you got to deal with. So anyway, so then, yeah, then I got into HR and then that's when I began to really put to, put together all the experience and stuff I had as a manager and then uh, became aware of some other org dev theories and then implemented a lot of stuff at a certain at a company I used to work at. And then when we looked for a digital solution for what we were doing, uh, there was none. There was just there just was not a digital solution for what we were doing that that was on the market. And so that's when then. Me and the CEO that I that I worked for at that company, we decided that we we were going to build it ourselves. And if and then I said, if we're going to build it ourselves, we should take it to market uh, because it's valuable and it can work. What year was that? When did you write the first line of code? Uh, that was 2019. 2019. Okay, so you're helping managers build their best teams, ret- uh, you know, recruit them, retain them, keep them engaged, help them learn faster. Correct? Yeah, I mean that's part of it. It's really more about creating a, a healthy culture uh, and having. The system, I really, Manageable is really a communication system and it's designed to uh, help facilitate productive conversations. The idea is in the way we look at work, you can't get away from conversations, right? We're not using a computer to try to replace conversations. Conversations is how work gets done, right? Talking is how we get things done. And so the idea is let's, let's make the conversations focused on what matters the most. And we do that by just working you know, we create a structure, we have a vocabulary that really just helps managers and the culture in general just really focus on what what is the actual work being done. And then let's just talk about that. Let's not talk yep. about personality so how, and all this other stuff, you know. How valuable is your system to them measured by what they pay you, right? What's the average customer paying you per month? So so we're at a very early stage right now. Um, we're actually like just getting ready to launch our general availability product. So are you so pre-revenue today or do you have any beta accounts paying? We have two. Yeah. So okay. well, we have three. We have three accounts now, one free and three paying accounts. So we have a little bit of revenue. Um, and um, 
Well, Steve, what are, so what are they paying? This you're testing. This is a beautiful moment at a company, right? You're testing. Oh, yeah. Pricing so model. we are our our rate right now is essentially eight dollars per employee per month. So okay. fifty person company is going to be paying you know about four hundred a month. Um, hundred person company would be around eight hundred a month. Stuff like that. how many employees do these first three paying customers have? So the first company is 50. Then we also have one that's 20 and then a very small one that's four. So do they pay for their whole 50 seats at once or they just start with a small group? Uh, Well, right now, because again, these are like beta customers. So these are customers we're very close with. We've, we've launched it to the whole team, Um, but they could, it's, we actually are creating a package where uh, somebody could start with a smaller team because that's, I know that's what we're going to see in the market when we go, because a lot of what we do, it's really going to change. You know, people are going to have to change the way they do stuff. And uh, when it comes to job descriptions and performance appraisals, mostly. And so, you know, you might not have an HR team that's ready to push that out to everybody. So they might want to start with a small team and then slowly build that out. And we, okay. we're going to offer a free trial for that as well. But right now, 74 seats across three accounts at eight bucks a seat would mean you're doing about 500 or they're paying $592, you know, call it per month on average. And you're doing total right now, something like 17,000, sorry, $1,700 per month in revenue. Yeah. Okay. Now I have a question though. You've gotten mm-hmm. through the hard years, which are like the pre-revenue years. How does, how do you support yourself from 2019 to today, your first dollars of revenue? Um, so personally I do consulting, so I do HR consulting. Um, and, uh, I also have a co-founder, so it's really me and a co-founder and, um, you know, we're using, we bootstrap, we had, we did have small initial investment in convertible notes and then, um, then the rest has been bootstrapped since then. How and, much in convertible and, notes did you raise? Uh, 37,000, 37,500 total. And that was in 2020? I was in 2019. So that was when I launched. Essentially, that was the initial uh, seed money, which came from my former employer, that that CEO that I mentioned that, you know, we we decided together that we were going to build this product. That was my former employer. And so I how much equity did you give him for that investment? Well, it's a convertible note. So there is no equity yet. What's the cap? Uh, The cap is. Well, I don't know. We don't have a cap. We just have mandatory conversion. Uh, which is uh, if we, when we get to 300,000, then we have a mandatory conversion, either 300,000 or December 31st, 2025 is our mandatory. What's 300,000 what? Dollars. Of what? If I, if we raise $300,000, then that man, then that creates a conversion event for the note and then they get a discount. Uh, on uh, at, and, and, and let's say you don't raise by the end of 2025. What does that convert at? There's got to be a number like a cap. There's got to be a valuation it converts at. Uh, that is, uh, to be mutually agreed upon at a later date. What if you can't agree? What happens with anybody? I mean, that's, you know, we don't expect that to happen, but you know, that's a conversation we would have to fight through if that, if it comes to that. We're confident. This is my former employer. These, these people, you know, we have, I have a very close relationship with these, these people. So we don't see it as a problem. It's a, it's a very favorable environment, a favorable note. Uh, you never there, know how people are going to react, especially, you know, years and years after. You never know. Yeah, I've seen I mean, moms and dads, you yeah, know, they yeah, lend yeah, their I, son money <laughs> and then they, they crush the son. You know, uh, you know, lions eat their cubs all the time. I uh, I don't doubt that. I, I And I'm I'm realistic about it. I know that certainly could happen. Uh, that's worst case scenario, which, you know, we'll deal with when we get there. If OK, I- fair enough. So three customers. Tell me about how you got your first three customers. Where'd you find them? 
Well, so the first one was, again, this was my former employer. So the idea was I left the company to build this product and then they were the, you know, building it for that group that we were then going to take it out. So my first customer uh, was that company. They're named Demi Learning. They're a uh, publisher, uh, an education publisher, K through eight education materials uh, publisher here in Lancaster, but they have international reach. Um, family business, about 50 employees. So they were the first customer. Um, the next customer came because, so it was interesting. So we spent 2019, I got my co-founder and we spent 2019 getting our pitch ready and we were going to go raise money because that's what Did I you needed. guys split equity 50, 50 at the start. Yeah. We're 50, 50. Yeah. Okay. Um, anyway, so we, we had our pitch ready. We started to give practices right around February of 2020. And right when we were ready to start making appointments and really going on, uh, to go on a seed round COVID hit and that shut everything down. So we were trying to figure you know, when we were, Neither one of us is engineers, so we're non-tech founders, right? So we had to we have to contract out all the development, and so um, we were trying to figure out how to get some money. So we came up with an idea. We called it a pioneer plan, and so we hit our networks, our our you know uh, personal networks, and we offered everybody a deal. We said, look, if you are willing to pay for a year in advance, and we didn't even have the software built at this point in time, mm-hmm. so if you're willing to pay for a year in advance, um, which was how much? Well, it would depend on the size of the company, right? So for, for Demi Learning, for example, that would be, uh, what would that have been? 50 employees times eight times 12. So that's 4,800 bucks for a company that mm-hmm. size. Uh, some of the companies we know, some of the people we were reaching out to, you know, there are 100, 150 companies. So anywhere between 2,500 bucks to $10,000 uh, was the offer. Anyway, if they would pay for a year in advance, we'd bring them in, we call them a pioneer, and then we'd give them a discount uh, on any future purchases with us. Well, so, so what did, did you that. tell me specifically for them? What did what was the contract size for them? For who? The first customer, the one we're talking about. Oh, Demi Learning. So it would have been. Uh, I mean, I don't have the number right in front of me, but it was somewhere in a neighborhood of five thousand dollars. And they pay it all up front. Yeah, they paid that all up front. Yep. Okay. So how do you go from three customers to three hundred customers? What's the plan? Well, that's what we got to figure out now. So again, we've been focused mainly on building the product. Uh, we haven't really done uh, any sales. We've been slowly tweaking sales. But We've Steve, why is that? I mean, don't you, you've been doing this since 2019, right? That's five mm-hmm. years. I mean, don't you sort of have to quit your consulting gigs so that you're forced to make manageable work? Otherwise, you're always going to have manageable as the thing in the back of your head that's a side thing that doesn't get any love. And that is exactly what we're what we're doing within the next two months. So mm-hmm. uh, we are we now have the product to a point where it's stable. We know it's ready. Um, we can now present it to people, and um, we feel we have a product we can sell. So that's what we're doing now. So now we're going to shift and move to a sales focus. So we are in the process now of creating you know a list of contacts. We have a, a marketing consultant we use that's that's helping us build out our lead generation platform. And uh, yeah, we're just going to go out. We're going to start right now, still staying kind of local. We're not looking to go, you know, broad and national yet because um, the customer onboarding process is still a manual process. So we Got have it. to be involved in customer onboarding. So, Steve, before we go there, though, I mean, this is a big moment, right? There's a bunch of folks yeah. listening right now that have spouses. And this is the, honestly the real reason a lot of folks don't make the leap is because you've got a family to support. So the real question here is like when you talk, to, if, are you married? Uh, divorced. I got four kids. Okay, we have four. Okay, see, you're, see uh, this is my question to you, right? So for someone else listening who's divorced with kiddos, 
mm-hmm. who does consulting, has a really cool side project. Like, how do you think through that? Because that's the real, I'm guessing here. I'm definitely guessing here. You tell me if I'm wrong. You've got like real life commitments you have to pay for. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, this is my retirement plan. So, um, you know, when I uh, don't want to go into too much ancient history, but went through a divorce, had a lot of financial uh, tumults there, invested in another business, cashed out a 401k, all that kind of stuff. So this is my last go round. Um, This one has to work. And this one is going to be my retirement plan so that I can help my kids. The past three years have been very lean, been very, very lean. But I knew it was what I wanted to do. I always knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I tried a couple things. None of them ever really worked, which is why, again, when I got into HR and I knew I was going to do something and I said, you know, whatever I do next, this has to I have to believe in this thing because that's the only way I'm going to make it work. I knew my mm-hmm. personality well enough at this point. So I'm going to have to work for someone else until I find that thing that I know I'm going to be, you know, it's going to be me. It's going to I'm going to be it. I'm going to be able to sell. I'm going to live it and breathe it. And which is why when we implemented these processes and I saw this stuff work and then I saw the market opportunity that there was nothing on the market that existed for this, I knew this was it because I'm passionate about helping managers become, you know, develop better habits, helping develop good cultures and stuff. So, so yeah, so uh, I made the commitment because I believe in, in what I'm doing, but it was, well, listen, we're, we're rooting. We're it is hard and we're rooting for you. We're out of time though. So let's wrap up here with the famous five quick one word answers here, please. Number one, favorite book. Favorite book, um, social power and the CEO by Elliot. Number number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Um, I wouldn't say no, no one in particular right now. No. Okay. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building the company? Favorite online tool for building the company. Um, the thing I've been using the most, which I need to, I, I want to move into Figma, but I've been using draw.io to do a lot of my workflows and uh, wireframing and stuff. Like that. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Between five and six. Okay. And uh, six kiddos, not married, sorry, four kiddos, four. not married. <laughs> and how old are you, Steve? Uh, I am 51. Last question. Something you wish you knew when you were 20. Um, that every, you don't have to worry so much. Just uh, mm-hmm. just relax a little bit and um, try to pay attention to what's happening around and just let things happen instead of trying to make them happen all the time. Guys, in 2019, raised a $37,000 500 pre-seed round to launch his company, Manageable.com, which helps teams get trained better, increases employee engagement. He got his former employer as first customer, now three customers. He's doing about $1,700 per month in revenue. He supported himself for the past five years while they built the MVP with consulting work, but is now saying, hmm, do I go full-time? Do I go all-in? We sure hope he does. Steve, thanks for taking us to the top. It was a great summary, Nathan. You're, you, uh, you got skills. 